0: What happens when your worst fear becomes your reality? Hi, I'm Brent Cassidy. Welcome to the Nightmare Success in and out Podcast, where we explore how to overcome your fears and nightmares to set yourself free. We're going to be exploring this topic with guys I was in Leavenworth with and others who served at other prisons. We're going to be talking about life before prison, life in prison, and life out of prison. These stories can be inspiring, sometimes sad, there's some humor, but hopefully you can come away with a nugget of something that will help you knock down some of the prisons you've built up in your own mind. Folks, today I've got with me Jordan Markle and Low key Wendy money. Watson.
1: Low-key
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and the cool thing is, uh, the, this is we're, we're doing a double here, and, and, and this is the first time we've had a female on Nightmare Success in and out <laughs> So, Wendy, welcome to that.
2: Thank you. Breaking down barriers.
0: Bar- the breaking down barriers. That's exactly right. Jordan, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of George's music. Jordan, uh, I met through a friend of mine, Gina, and uh, come to find out this guy can sing. He's a, he's a rapping fool, man. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feed you guys some of this. You
1: ready? that people we long wait
0: He's got some really cool cars and gamma. And fire in this on uh, the video. Got
1: bad bitches and they all sniffin' white bricks. You want a lame nigga? They all in the bed. And guaranteein' all them pussy ass niggas draft. i been doing this like shit from the get-go. These niggas asked me where from, I'm from that in mode. We and bottles on bitches for the low low. She rentin' it over, popping that ass, we call it go, go. Fact, my nigga, seen my bitch? I don't know. Guys, mm. I've
0: just given you a taste. Mm. So Jordan, wow, good stuff, man. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. You can sing, so man. Appreciate it. And you've got a uh, you've got a big uh, photo uh you got a video coming up. Is it the February 29th or January 29th
1: January 29th and I also have another YouTube channel with over a million subscribers. love that over. T- tell me, man, how did you build that up like that? A lot well, of people a lot of people
0: say yeah, i got'm um, shooting for a thousand I've got 50 people I've got a hundred people. How, uh, how in the hell' did you get a million people looking at your stuff
1: <laughs> Well, I, I tell you like this um, I'm going to do a shout-out to two wonderful, wonderful beings and subjects. Mm -hmm. One, God number one, Mm -hmm. always number one. And then number two is the laws of attraction. Got it. That's how I did it, you know. And with all that being said, um, just being nice overall, you know. Um, Once upon a time, you know, like the whole world, man, like we have so much negative energy on this planet. It's kind of hard to wake up and realize, like, which one to turn off and uh, turn on, you know. that's why you try to surround yourself with the same people that's like you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like how it all started. You know, um, laws of attraction. You know, Jim Carrey, Oprah Winfrey. Um, it, it's so many people.
0: It's some cool stuff. You sent it to me, um, and I, I checked it all out. And it, it's it's all about mindset yes. and, 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 and surrounding yourself with people who can help you make a difference. But you've got to be in the right mindset. Yes. And – you know, talking around this table here, all of us have been to prison, and we're oh. all sitting here on the other side of this. Um, Wendy, yes. You know, I've not I've not talked to somebody who's gone to a woman's prison, um, but take me back a little bit. Did, how did you grow up in St. Louis?
2: I grew up in St. Charles. Yeah, uh, I'm an only child. Yeah, um, it wasn't the the smoothest growing up my mom was uh my mom was a peach okay put it like that peach <laughs> she's <laughs> just a peach and uh and so there weren't a lot of expectations for me growing up there wasn't you know go to college go do this it was just like you'll be lucky if you graduate high school yeah and that's kind of where i
0: not pumping you up not, yeah we were not guiding you
2: no there was none of that we were joking around the other day my brother was in the car and we were talking about how my dad would give me weed to sell at school right and like i have kids that are now in high school and like maybe that's not the best parenting plan that you could have but it seemed did it seem
0: weird to you when that was going on in high school because high school is a weird time you know yeah you're always trying to find your way and get with your people and all that stuff i mean did that did that seem weird to you that dad hey dad's giving me
2: it didn't seem <laughs> weird at the time because it was what i grew up with okay like i grew up in that kind of environment so i didn't know that it was going to be weird okay it's only now in hindsight where i have you know now that i'm a parent and i have children that age like wow that was really fucked up yeah like that was that was really like what yeah. i couldn't imagine giving my 14 D- did your
0: people your friends think that was Probably because you had that you were cool yeah it was very cool yeah so you 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 ran as a <laughs> cool kid because yeah. your dad was because I always <laughs> had weed yeah yeah yeah
2: right.
0: Yeah, so okay so th- that was your high school uh, dad giving you weed and you yeah. you being the person who was the cool kid that had weed Jordan what were you doing and, and when you're growing up what's happening with you
1: oh shit man
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's the young Jordan do
1: well the young Jordan uh, <laughs> I was a viral pimp. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like hustling and pimping and playing and having fun. Like I was enjoying my the my best life. Yeah. You know, as a kid. You Who know, did you hang out with? Me. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. Me and music. I was like I like my music always house. in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, uh, music played a uh, earlier part, you know. Um family going through shit and wouldn't tell me about it. I just hear screaming and screaming and screaming. And so I would lock myself in my room yeah. and uh just put on music. And, and that I, I was your escape. Yeah, like it didn't it didn't matter what it was, it can be gospel, rap, country, this, that. Yeah. You know, I didn't that was, that's how I did it. Yeah. So I was my own friend, more yeah.
0: Interesting. And as you got older, did were there other people that you found that had similar interests and got you more into music as a group, or was
1: it something you kept to yourself? Well, it's, it's a mixture of both of it. You know, um, I can't think of the music artists is at this. Were well, you an only child too? No, I, I have a sister.
0: Sister, okay. Yeah,
1: and she's so I'm Creole. I'm light skinned You know, I'm mixed with um, Indian, European, African American. Well, my George's
0: good-looking guy. We give him that. Well, thank you so much. I mean, we'll give him if right you, up front. If, if Whatever anybody, that mixture if, is, it's working.
2: If anybody could see, if you Indian,
1: could see Indian, Asian, black. <laughs> hey, but, if you could yeah. see the dimples,
2: you would want to take yeah. a nap in them. So,
1: but my sister, can sing. Yeah, and my, <laughs> see, hurt. my sister, she's dark skinned so it would be like a little joke. Me and uh, well, no, I, well, I found it funny. Uh, she's dark skinned I'm light skinned so anytime she pissed me off I'm like man guess what you're a fucking adopter cause you're, you're dark than me oh no but you know what come to find out is so many people that said the same shit oh, as man. kids yeah yeah <laughs> so ha- what were your parents like Whoa, Were they
0: giving shit. you weed? No, 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 no.
1: My 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 mom was like beating my ass in the shower because I was used to it out of the shower. Yeah. So she's like, we got to try something new. <laughs> so she caught my ass in the shower. But my dad, um, now here's kind of where it goes a little bit south. But okay. my father, well, I'm not going to even call him a, my father. I, I would just say a sperm donor. Okay. He wound up shooting my mom while she was pregnant with me. Oh. Because... You, you know mean really he, shooting? Like yeah, a bullet? Yeah, like he shot her in the head. What? And her mom, which is my grandmother, rest in peace, doesn't even, she didn't believe it. She didn't think it was him. And all the, I don't, That was it's so long of a story. But long story short, he was hiding in the bushes across the street and shot and actually made it through the window and shot my mom in the head while she was pregnant with me.
0: And she survived.
1: Yeah. And here's the craziest story. I was in prison. I found out where he was and his phone number, and I actually got a hold of his mom, and she welcomed me in, like, what's that country song with all arms or something like that? Yeah. What's yeah. I forgot who sung that. What th- open, open Arms. Open Arms. arms. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so I met his mom, and we got really cool, so I wound up getting his number through her. So I called him I collect, and he was like, hello. I'm like, hey, what's up? Uh, how you doing? It, who is this? I said, it's your son. Which one? I'm like, damn. So but I never. So there's a bunch of them. <laughs> All, right. All right. I said, "This is your firstborn." Yeah. And he said, "Well, um, I don't know what to say. It is it's nice to meet you?" I'm like, "Okay, well, um, where do you want to go from here?" He said, "Man, you you're too old now. I, I can't tell you nothing." Uh. And, he, and he hung up on me.
0: Wow. <laughs> and how? And Jordan, how old would you have been when that was the uh, phone conversation? You think?
1: Twenty-one years old. Twenty-one. I'll never forget it. Wow.
0: Wow, mm.
1: that's, that's why I've got to be father to my kids.
0: Yeah, no, and and I think that goes back to you know the, the the type of things that you sent me about the laws of attraction. You know that that you you don't choose your parents, um, but you it's how you deal with that, and and how you grow from it, and what you choose to make of it. And Cause you
1: know, one thing I learned in life, our parents look to us for advice too, because sure. the world has changed. Yeah since they had us. Yeah. And it's so many things that evolve and transform that they were like, damn, I don't know if cell phones, you can actually look at it. You yeah. know what I mean? And like yeah. take a picture and shit. Yeah. So the way I, I adapted it, like I, I, showed my mom things, you know, yeah. and she, the one she showed me laws of attraction.
0: Yeah. That's cool. And it works. So worked. she introduced you to that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. While I was actually in prison. In prison.
0: Well, let's talk about that. When, when, um, those days happen when, when you feel like, you know, you've hit the wall and, and you know that uh, you're going to do time. Uh, Wendy, you went to... Be- Vandalia. Vandalia. And, Jordan, you just told me for the first time that that's pink. It's, yeah. That the prison is pink.
2: Yeah. It, the prison is a dirty, dingy pink color. And so
0: <laughs> did you know... I mean, I don't know about your situation and what happened and, and, and however much you want to share with that.
2: Sure.
0: Um, did you know that whatever happened was going to be prison time or were you thinking it was just a bad mistake situation and this is all going to work itself out?
2: Um, so maybe. Like, I kind of knew but didn't really understand the severity. So – um. Share my crime very. Often. Yeah, you but tell me what same. you want to tell <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. gonna go deep here, um, I guess. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, I, I was raped, and uh, got preg- and was pregnant from that. Mm. And um. I had. Planned what age would you have been? I was twenty three. Okay. I didn't even know I was pregnant for the first five months. Like, okay. and I was like, that's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I was a heroin addict so the you know the theory was this is that somebody
0: you knew through the drug trade yeah yeah
2: yeah it was somebody I it was somebody I was familiar with I didn't know them but I was familiar yeah. with them
1: yeah mm.
2: so I had a uh, set of made arrangements when I had found out that I was pregnant to adopt the baby out it was going to be an open adoption beautiful beautiful family in Florida mm-hmm. and my peach of a mom uh when I went into labor I had called the the family and told them like fly up it's time it's time they got here and my mom at the end of secure at the bottom of security told them or at the at at the front door at the hospital had told them that I had decided to keep the baby really and Uh, then my mom came upstairs and told me that she had decided not to take the baby so now I'm a 23 year old heroin addict homeless with a baby um you know, there was no baby shower. There was none of that. So we had two days to get everything together for a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost immediately started using drugs again because nobody was – I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready to be a mom. That's why I made the arrangements that I had had. Yeah. And um,
0: – What was going through your mind with all this? I had to be a lot of stress.
2: Um, A lot of drugs. A
0: lot of drugs.
2: A lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, like, there was no – there was no kind of connection between him and I. Yeah. I had I had decided that that you were that I, I had relinquished yeah. you know, that emotional the yeah. d- compartment, you know, and that's what I just had to do to to get mm-hmm. through it. And then when it was decided that he was coming home, it was like, oh fuck. Like yeah what do I do? Mm-hmm. What do I do with right. this baby? Like, yeah. so it's I, a human
0: being that's uh, relying on everything. <laughs> everything. Right.
2: And I had no support. Like my family wasn't, my mom yeah. wasn't You're supportive. I'm like, I'm, where are you living? Um, I was h- house hopping. Wow. My, my parents would let me stay there every once in a while. Um, but not enough to really make it matter. So
1: minor indirection. So she was living in the, the hood of St. Louis. Yeah. Not yet. Oh, I wasn't there yet. And get, now you live in Clayton. I know. <laughs>
2: um, it's a big jump. So I, um, one day I was very high on, on heroin and I worked at the daycare where my son went every day. Right. Like I worked there also. Okay. Um, so I, my parents had these giant Irish setters and they came running through. My son was sitting on the floor. I was high as fuck. And, cursing okay oh yeah sorry sorry uh my the dogs came running through and i spilled boiling water on him oh uh, so obviously i call nine one one. you know the whole thing this is in march nothing happens mm-hmm. i'm at i'm at work i'm at the daycare one day um you know he went he was in the hospital for several days and it was terrible it was it was awful um it was a day in may i was at work and two detectives came in and said, We're arresting you in the state of Missouri. He picked this up as a as a state case of child endangerment in the first degree. And I said, Please don't take me out of ha- take me out of this daycare in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a teacher at this right. like, you know, I, right. I work with four and five year olds. Yeah. Even though I'm high on heroin every day. You yeah. know, like, um
0: But you were functioning. I
2: was totally functioning. On heroin. I had a job the entire time.
1: Wow. That's what's up. Yeah.
2: yeah, thank you. That's That's my hustle. Um to each his own. Yeah. So I uh my case got drug out forever and ever and ever. You know, I my white privilege stepped in and my grandparents paid for an amazing lawyer and mm-hmm. you know, drug it out. But I would go to court high every day. Every time I had court I was high as fuck. My mm-hmm. Lawyer would be like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to do better. Yeah, like, We really need we you to step really up. Lead, we need you to right. be able to stand up yeah. in front of the judge. Right. We just need you standing. Right. And I'm like, I
0: can't. Help me help you. Right,
2: like you're <laughs> not making this any easier on me. Yeah. So I, uh, I wasn't making it easier, and I finally got uh, told that I was going to have to turn myself in on March 17th, of, or March 18th, 2004.
0: And then what happened to your little boy? Um, he went with my mom,
2: okay. and um, my mom when when I got out, my mom brought my son to visit me every week. He had she had well, to tell, get
0: tell me a little bit about because I, I want to you know that that whole experience of women go through a lot of shit. Yeah, too. Yeah. So you've been through a lot before you ever stepped through the doors of this oh, prison. Oh yeah. Uh, what was what was life like? Did you get did you go from county to Vandalia?
2: I went, I was in county for four days yeah. before I got transferred to Vandalia. Okay. Um, it was almost comforting to know that I didn't have to look for dope. Yeah. I knew I was just going to be really sick for a couple weeks and then I was going to be fine, mm-hmm. which I didn't have that opportunity on the streets to do. I wasn't going to draw on. Yeah, and I wasn't. Know. I'd been in and out of drug treatments, yeah. you know, court ordered drug treatment. I just couldn't I couldn't do it. So there was almost kind of um, a big sigh mm-hmm. to know that I was away from my mom. So you were, were
0: losing a lot of the pressures from the outside as you walked yeah. through the doors.
2: And I knew that if I didn't if I didn't do what I needed to do this time, mm-hmm. like this was the last time that anybody was ever going to, there weren't going to be another lawyer next time. Right. There wasn't going to be any of that. You like if I didn't it right. get it yeah. together this time, there was no more times. So you
0: were thinking all those things. Yes. I've got, I've got to get my act together. I it.
2: have to get it. I'm going to get my
0: act together in a state prison. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like?
2: Um, well, I mean, which parts? Well, <laughs> <lots> I mean, <laughs> that, I now
0: know we it's, get to the good it's shit. That's an open-ended question, I know, but, I mean,
1: had you been in a...
2: No, I had never even been to county mm-hmm. until I got put in county. Hey,
1: you ready for this? And tell him about the lookout.
2: I, I'll get to that story. <laughs> um, I'm not a good
1: lookout, apparently. I guess not. Um,
2: you know, you walk in... And the very first thing that you do is you have to, you know, you strip down. Yeah. You Dehumanize gotta get, you. Right. And you know, there's something very weird. You know, you, you you're different. You're men. You don't have as many parts. You know, mm-hmm. we have to lift parts, and mm-hmm. you know, just
1: uh, it, it's still equal. I don't. Think. It's very humbling. It's, it's, very, it's very no, 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 <laughs> still, not disregarding. The page, it's the same shit. <laughs> same shit. It Feels, shit. Bad. It
2: really, it feels really bad. Yeah. It's just a really shitty feeling. Yeah. And so, you know, the first night. I don't know if this happens in men's prison, but in women's prison at night, you just you hear women crying. Mm-hmm. That's all you hear mm-hmm. is women crying.
1: They worry about the kids and shit, right?
2: They're worried about their kids. A lot of them had other cases they were still waiting on hearing about. Yeah.
1: Um, just a lot
0: of sadness.
2: Yeah, yeah, a sadness in in a way that you wouldn't get out here. You yeah. know, there were pregnant women who were giving birth. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd see women getting taken across the yard to have their babies, you know, or people going into labor while you're at your work job, Mm. you know, that's a weird, and then they come back two days later and there's no baby, obviously, you know, and it's like some of these women didn't have places for their children to go, and this is a really weird fact, I don't know if you know this, but in the state of Missouri, if you don't have a, a parent or a legal guardian to step up to... Raise the baby that you've had while you're in prison, they go to an Amish community. Mm. And Wait, if you're in, inca- this is not a joke. And if you're incarcerated for more than a year, you automatically lose your parental rights and the Amish can keep your children. Wow.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. I ain't know that. Uh, huh?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, girls don't go to prison. Uh, that, that's a <laughs> right.
0: big, yes. Deterrent. Okay. So, Did you, as stepping into this, you went through probably two or three weeks of hell just to get everything out of your system.
2: Yeah, there's a fun way to do that. I don't recommend it. Um, I was in the psychiatry. You go through R&O, right, like Mm -hmm. uh, registration and orientation. Mm -hmm. And you get, you know, you go to the dentist and you make sure you got all your TB tests and all of that. And I went to the psychiatry appointment and I was like, I just need to sleep. Like, I just want to sleep. Tell me how I can get, like I just like get can I, right like yeah. I just want to sleep. I just want to be able to fucking sleep. And so they were like, "Well, the only place you can really sleep is the hole." And I was like, "Okay, well, can I go there? Like, uh, what do I have to do to go there?" And not I, too
0: many people <laughs> ask or request <laughs> that one.
2: I just wanted to all fucking right. lay down. That's what's up. Uh, that's and what's so up. he goes, "Well, you know, you can there's... sleep there. That's <laughs> for sure. It's a hotel. In fact, so that's all you can do." I picked up a stapler and I threw it across the room, yeah. and he hit the button. And he, and he goes, "You got what you wanted." I was like, "Thank you." jesus i didn't know i was going to be there all naked. Right, but right. wait there was a caveat to that i did not know i was not going to be allowed sheets or clothing yeah. because it was a psych yeah. so i didn't know that was going to happen so but yeah.
1: you had the turtle suit yeah i
2: had yeah i was literally naked mm-hmm. for two straight weeks sleeping mm. with the lights on and mm. no sheet
0: mm. Mm. that doesn't sound good
2: so it was a trade-off i guess
0: so we, you were there for two weeks and the whole
2: I was in the hole for two weeks.
0: That's a hell of an entry into prison.
2: <laughs> yeah, I felt like I could do anything. Wow.
0: So you, uh, Jordan, let me catch up with you. So, oh. you, so you, so you. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we caught up on a little bit when, when before the podcast, but your thing kind of just happened, didn't it? I mean, you, you were living your life and running with your friends, and you get invited to a party, and, and. Things get different when you wake up the next day.
1: Man, I tell you what. I have. well, we're going to fast forward to move back. I hopped out of prison running really fucking fast. Now I got Lambos and mansions and this and this and everything. Like Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. So, stay out.
0: Stay out. Freedom's good.
1: Right. Now, my situation, um, uh, yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy. Um,
0: had you ever had any other situations that you'd been in, or was this like all of a sudden the situation and it was a bad one?
1: Nah, as a youth or as an adult. Uh,
0: I mean, w- this this happened to you probably what when you were nineteen or twenty. Yeah. Right was there, there? There was nothing as serious as what we're describing right now. That. Oh that no, no! No! Yeah. No! Not ever in my life. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, I've seen things. Yeah, I'm sure. You, it, it <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you gr- wh- where did you grow up? What part of St. Louis?
1: So I grew up in a Fountain place. Okay. And so now it's called, what is it called? Something places or something like that. Because they, 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 they're trying to change It's St. on Louis. the north side of St. Yeah, Louis. north side yeah, of St. Like Louis. North, the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they, they're basically trying to like transition the city, move all the black folks. What do you call that?
2: Gentrification.
1: Thank you.
0: It's a big name. Uh, Big word. That's mm-hmm. a that's a college word. Yeah. Thank
1: you. <laughs> but, I learned it in yeah, Washington. You yeah, you know. I, you know uh, yeah, like I, I we're grew gonna in get the, into that. Thank I, you. I, I can In the hood, I was stepping over dead bodies. Like I, I, I would never forget that.
0: So you saw a lot of people shot up. Hell yeah, a lot of.
1: Yeah, it just it got to the point where I'm like, okay, it's where's where's the, where's the okay, well, I got to go inside now. It's time to eat. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Did you ever? Uh, I mean, did you run with a with a bad group, or did you? I mean, how does that work? Ugh. Or did you feel like you were trying to get to? I mean, because
1: all this stuff is you now. Mm-hmm. That's what made me who I am. Yeah. So when I was a kid, you know, um,
2: I don't think you intentionally seek out the wrong people. No, Or no. People you think I think there's you're people get though you in that trouble. you
0: you I think there's things that you can get confused with thinking that somebody's very cool. Or a mentor, but you don't know that it's possibly wrong.
1: One thing I learned right. in life is that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Everything, good and bad. Yeah. But no, so back on to what you you know, you asked that but when I was when I was a kid, you know, um, like I said, I had so many problems going on. My mom got shot by me when she was pregnant. I didn't have that many friends, but I had this one really big fat friend. His mm-hmm. name was Spud. Okay. And he wound up sitting on my Sega Genesis and breaking that motherfucker. And then my mom got mad at me, and I told him that he did it, so I didn't. So trouble. But I wound up telling him, I'm like, man, uh, but, but I, as a kid, like what I was going through, you know. Uh, and so we stayed in the projects. And uh, we all used to be playing basketball right in the parking lot, and the trash can was, the dumpster was right down the street. Mm-hmm. So he was like, man, come outside with me one day. We and Keep in mind, we young as hell. I mm-hmm. think it was like about 13 or something. 12, 13, 14, 15, maybe. And so he's like, man, come outside. And I didn't think shit about it, but I didn't know somebody that he told his friends about me and our hood. Mm-hmm. So he said, come outside one day. So I go over his house knock on to the door, you know, and I, like, nudge him and shit, like, bro, you just brought my sacred, bro, I'm not going to feed that shit. He's like, I'm sorry, bro, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, my mom got mad at me. Mm-hmm. So he we, we said, man, I want you to meet some people. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so we go Around the corner from the trash can, and it was it was a group of dudes, and it was like one chick over there, you know. Um, and I remember I, I'm me going up to them, and they was like, hey, man, uh, Spud told me all about you, man. You know, you want to hang out with us? I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a fucking dad. I'm, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just literally out here as a kid, as yeah. a teenager. So they said, uh, well, man, listen, so one thing about us, we are bloods. I don't know if you ever heard about bloods man, but we going we'll take care of you, man. We make sure you eat, make sure you feel good, and if you have any problem, man, we got your back. So I'm like, okay, cool. Uh he said, but no, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's not that I like simple. That easy. It's not it's not that simple a nigga. So I'm like, okay, uh, well shit, like what I gotta do, you know, what, what's up? He said, well, first, um, we need you to do a couple things. Um, and it was it was it was different, you know. I mean, it was things I never seen as a kid. My dad never sh- showed me this shit because he wasn't there. You know, he never told me what the hell goes on in the streets. But yeah. I wind up doing it. You know, um, it's some things that I wish I could take back yeah. to this day. But you know, like I said, everything it, happens for a reason. No, and it's so tough. I wind up, I wind up doing it. Yeah, yeah because I mean,
0: you know, even in the gang life, uh, within the prisons, you know the. <laughs> Um, it's always some type of. There's something that you're uh, the shot callers get to tell you something that you don't want to do because you're the low man on the totem pole, and, and then you
1: eventually be the top. Yeah, pack.
0: and it's it's not it's an it's an ugly pressure pack situation, and um, you know i I know it's a tough life because I know you know a couple of guys that actually lived that life, and, <laughs> and my buckmate was the first guy I met. Here's another one, yeah. <laughs> but. Um. So, fast forwarding to your situation that you got into, that cost you eight, ten years of your life. Yeah. Uh, man, it sounded like that just all happened so quick. Yeah. C- can you walk us through a little bit of that day? What happened?
1: Uh, oh, you talking about when I call my joys and shit?
0: When when you when you actually went to that party? And you uh-huh. woke up, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all of that a sudden, a, that was a fun you got day. helicopters, you got yeah. sirens, you got
1: that was a that was a fun day, man. So fun fact about me, and all that, it leads up to who I am. Yeah, but fun fact about that: when I was young, uh, I didn't know what white girls was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what white dudes was. I never seen it, mm-hmm. but my mom. Always wanted the better for me and my sister, mm-hmm. so she was sending us out to Sparrow Middle School, Lindbergh High School. Sounds like a good mom. Oh, they really good, Truman Elementary. Yeah, and so I'm like, well, damn. So I, I walk in first grade and I see my first grade teacher, Miss Met, white girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy sh! Damn, you got a different color. I'm like, all right, well, damn. That's. <laughs> I said so. I'm like, I'm like, damn. Like, I think this is like where I I, I want to be at, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, you know, because being... It felt different. Yeah, being locked in a race for so long, it, especially at that age, like, you don't see different... You don't see Chinese, you don't see Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Well, you see them cutting grass. Like, no offense to the Mexicans, man. Y'all are dope as fuck. I love you. But, you know, you, you just don't see that as growing up. Mm-hmm. But I seen her, and I'm like, okay, well, damn, that's what's up. So m- now move that all the way forward to what you're saying mm-hmm. today. Ask me again. I got Yeah, I was the just track. saying that
0: that what the story you told me it it, it was like you were at a party. You yeah, woke yeah, up yeah, the yeah, next yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the next thing yeah, you know,
1: yeah. So okay, so what that so what that party? So now this is me finna get the, me to meet a white girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm old enough to drive and all the type of shit. So I mean it, that shit felt so fucking good. Like I I would never take that back, mm-hmm. even though it was a long fucking time. I still <laughs> never take it back because it made me who I am today. So, anyways, I'm driving down the street one day. I think it was South Grand, and I heard this. <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm in a red light, mm-hmm. and so the light turned green. I drive down the street. Next thing I knew, a car pulled up beside me, and it was a chick. She like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, "What's up?" I'm like, "I'm high as fuck and I'm drunk and I'm young. What, what, what's <laughs> up?" She's like, "No, okay, well, you probably I thought you hit her car. Or something. Right? I didn't <laughs> know what the fuck was going, <laughs> but she's like, well. My name is uh, Abby, um, and she had a black Cadillac dog, so she listened to her music and shit. I'm like, I don't know. Why. I'm like, wait, what the? I'm like, cool, <laughs> what's up? No, no, fuck, that's later on. It was a different, it was a bigger girl. <laughs> uh, I'm getting my stories mixed up, but it, it, it means something. So I wind up getting her phone number, we end up, hanging, up uh, hanging out, and then she's like, well, you know what, let's go to Arnold, man. Let's, let's go out, hang out, like my friend has this party going on, and let's go out there. I'm like, okay, let's go. So we wind up going out to a friend party, and I met Abby. So this is Abby's parents' house. So I'm like, damn, there's like a lot of white people in this motherfucker. I'm like, damn, I like this shit. Like, the music's good, the drinks good, uh, the white dude's cool with me, you know, being black. Keep in mind, this is a long time ago, mm-hmm. so St. Louis is the last slave state. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt out of place. But mm-hmm. I wind up bringing my friend with me just so, felt just in case like anything happened wrong. Yeah. You know, um. So we wind up hanging out at the party, you know, everybody's drunk as fuck, now Nine, it's getting about three, four o'clock in the morning, and the lights just start shutting off. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, everybody's partnering up with somebody. I find this abandoned room, and so I open the door, and nobody was in there. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so I wind up, I say, fuck it, so I lay on the bed, pass out. And then next thing I smell was breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then I heard the door open up. She's like, hey, we got, you know, breakfast downstairs. You know, if you want to come down and, like, hang out with us, you know, before you guys go or whatever, like, it's fine, it's all good. That, that was her friend saying that, not Abby. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know. So my hand's hanging off the bed, and I look over, and I see this green box with Army numbers on it, and I'm like, Damn, this shit look kind of... <laughs> what's in this box? So I open up the box and it's a metallic purple and green or gray color revolver, three fifty seven, mm-hmm. and it had a couple bullets inside the box. Man, just to show it's a gun that's in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, bet I can get just this, get this gun, probably shoot a couple times and sell it. So I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna get the gun. So I, I get the gun out the box, get a couple bullets that's out the box, and I look up under the bed just in case I miss something. I see a couple boxes of shells. So mm-hmm. I grab the motherfucking suit. So now my pants sacking all the way to the fucking mm-hmm. kitchen where everybody's eating fucking breakfast right. and shit, and I see my mm-hmm. friend over there. So I'm like, hey, bro, we got to go. We, we got to get out. He's like, what you talking about, brother? I like, do bacon. Hella fire, <laughs> nigga. Get you a plate. I'm like, man, man, I can't do hell, man. we got we to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of like pulled up my shirt a little bit, man, showing the burner. And he was like, yeah, man, bro, we got to go. So I wind up telling the big girl she she was already cool with that because I guess she was already whole back in the day so she didn't give a hell about me and she already so I wind up telling Abby now that I met I'm like hey man uh we gotta we gotta we gotta Ooh. leave uh do me do me a favor man I know this is your house man can let your friends like hang out and like can you just take me and my friend home in St Louis Southside? Mm-hmm. She's like I don't care I don't care. I'm like, bad, <laughs> bad, let's roll. So we all get in the car, go back to the south, said drop us off. And then later on that day, she said, hey, I gotta work, but you know, if, if you need my car, you can have it. You know, and just pick me up later. So I'm like, cool. And so right around that time, um, the big girl called me. She said, Hey, my little brother wants his haircut, can you please come out here and like trim him up a little bit? I'm like, I don't care. I got Abby's car and shit. She's like, I don't care She Abby's good friends. So I wound up, me and my friend wind up going back out. To her little brother CJ's mom's house or grandma's house, wherever you say that. But I didn't know that Arnold people back then. The so you, black, you
0: headed back to Arnold, yeah, yeah. to go cut CJ's hair. Yeah. But
1: so the, the only reason why Arnold guys had a problem with us, it was it wasn't even just white or black thing. It was both of them mm-hmm. because we were not from there. Yeah, so we driving down the street. Next thing I and it's a hot summer day, man. I'm playing Three Mafia. He and the passenger seat. We both over her bumping and shit, you know. So on the, I, I, we finally get a block away from their house, windows down. We having fun, sunglasses on, like we're we're doing like the whole Soldier Boy thing, mm-hmm. like we we hip. And the next thing I know, <laughs> I'm like, Wait, what the f- what the hell was that? <laughs> so I look over to my my passenger side, and it's a whole Mexican pizza on my friend's face. You know, and then some got on my shoulder. Yeah. So, I'm like, hey, dude, like, we already drunk as fuck. We're high as hell. Like, what the fuck yeah, he's been that hit been? with a Taco Bell yeah, Mexican right. pizza. <laughs> like, what That's the my fuck dream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Those are good. Just so you know. Yeah. You know?
1: Um, but you don't want to
0: wear it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: And so, <clears throat> now, we we're, I, I, we witnessed that shit. Now, we don't know what the hell going on. But I'm slowing down. Like, my natural instinct is let off the gas and slow down and... and See what the hell, just reevaluate what the hell just happened. Mm-hmm. So I look, i like, man, the motherfucker just hit us, dog. He's like, yeah, bro, what you wanna do? I don't know. We got the gun in the backseat or trunk. He's like, shit, what you wanna do? i like, what you wanna do? what you wanna do? All right, bet. So let's pull around the corner, man. So we parked the car, built up the 357, brand new gun, man, from the army, so I know that this motherfucker worked. So we go back around the corner, and little homie was, my, my wanna be homie was a little crip, but mm-hmm. you know, but it was it was a red rag in the back seat. So we like, man, hey bro, can I use your rag, man, to wrap around the gun, man? Because I don't I don't want to get hurt. I'm like, yeah, man, go ahead. So I'm driving, so I'm now we playing three six mafia if you're not from our hood. Mm-hmm. Good song, man. Look it up. But uh so but now we driving down the street, it's hella people on the front porch. It was women, men, all ages, you know, it, it was like a little festival going on over there. So we wind up playing this song loud. I'm like, man, go. So we Loaded up, ch- pow, 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 and then we speed off. So I'm like, man, which was shot
0: into the
1: the house where all them people was at, where that shit came in.
0: Did it hit anybody?
1: So that, and that's where we're gonna get in next. So I'm like, man, look, dude. Um, well, I guess I'm not gonna cut her today, bro. <laughs> see, <laughs> I, mean, you know?
0: I mean, that's really the drive-by shooting that you see that is on movies. Right.
1: Yeah. And then, so there's a Walgreens around the corner. So we pull around the back of the Walgreens in the parking lot. So it was a bunch of trees over here and plants and other little shit. I said, man, wipe that shit off. Wipe your hand off the little, throw it. So we did all that. Hit the highway. And so now I'm calling Abby on the phone. I'm like, bro, like, uh, the, um, hey babe, like the, the, the cops are behind us. She, what? What the fuck? You, my mom's going to kill me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. So by that time, you know, uh, there was all this shit going on. He's in passenger seat telling me to go fast, fast, faster. I'm like, man, her car doesn't go that fucking fast, bro. They going to kill us. So I wind up pulling over, you know. Uh, and all I heard was stick her hands out the car, I'll put, drop the phone out the fucking window mm-hmm. right now. So I did all that shit. His hands over there, my hands over here, you know. And then they 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 pull up, you know. And uh, Arnold police back then said, you fucked up, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. So they wind up separating us. He's going one car, I'm in another car. But ironically, he pulls off. that His cop car pulled off faster than mine and me and my cop. So I'm like, damn, where the fuck they going? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? What's he saying? <laughs> right. So, you know, uh, so the cop wind up telling me the whole fucking time I'm in the car, you know you fucked up. You know you fucked up. You know you fucked up. So I'm like, I guess I fucked up. So we wind up going to the cop station. I'm sitting in the detective's office. He's sitting across from me like you are right now. Yeah. And then he asked, so where's the gun at? I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't know no gun, man. You where's the gun at, son? I don't, know, I, I don't know. Where's the gun at? I said, bro, I don't know where the fuck the gun's at. So he said, okay, well, so he put his hand up in front of me, but looking behind me to somebody else to come here. Mm-hmm. So my back's turned while this dude, this other cop come around, and he flips down the Ziploc bag with the motherfucking gun. Oh my like, Oh bro. Mm. So I get back to the jail cell and I'm like, bro, like where the fuck did you where did they find the gun at? He said, I'm sorry, bro, man. They said they'll give me a, a less time. Yeah. I said, all right, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna see you later when we get there, all right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Low key. Low key.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're both you guys have you've gone two weeks in the hole. Yeah. Jordan, you you end up, where do you go?
1: So I started off at Bond Center, okay, you know, and it was locked down and shit. I mean, if you could pick a crumb of weed off the floor, yeah. that costs about $20 to $30 in prison. Okay. So, and back then I did smoke weed, but I kind of didn't want that shit no more. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, now I'm going through a whole lot of shit. I got to stay focused. I got to get my life together. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on in this bin? Like, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know these people. I just know I got to. Stick your chest out, you know what I mean, and, and do what you got to do.
0: Well, and, I, and you're ch- you're charged with 10 years, mm-hmm. so so you're you're looking at, I mean, you know, you, in prison, if you look at 10 years, I mean, that's suffocating. You got to think, of, okay, what am I say? Yeah, what am I gonna do today <laughs> to get through today? Because 10 years is a long time, it's too long to think. What did you know people in there?
1: No, no, but oh, I met my friend, uh, Jason, uh, great, yeah, All but right. um. It was a, it was a it was a very different experience, you know, uh, What kind of strategies do you guys use when you were in prison?
0: Cuz I mean, you know, there's bad days in prison. You feel like you're not attached to anybody from the outside. Like how'd you get through? Like
1: what was your you gotta you gotta pick up you gotta pick a trade. Yeah. You know, you gotta you had to pick a trade, whether it's drawing pictures, mm-hmm. yeah. Or you better have a hobby. Making, yeah. <laughs> making uh-huh. cards or you know, if you see some <laughs> other person that get off the bus, we call it the great goose. Yeah, then if any of us on the yard now that we all homies and shit, that we feel like we can get some free money from like a little nerd that get off the bus mm-hmm. who didn't know better, then that's what we had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean it was a it was a learning experience, you know. Um Did you guys
0: have prison jobs?
1: Yeah, I was picking up cigarette butts. You
0: were picking up cigarette <laughs> butts? That doesn't <laughs> sound like a very good prison
1: job. What a, I had you several prison well, jobs. Well, other dudes had to clean the shower, and they had yeah. pecker nets in them. Oh, you hear me, yeah. like, little flies and shit? Yeah. I'd rather pick up cigarette All butts. All right, I get
2: that. <laughs> Wonder, um, what about you? I had several prison jobs. They only got progressively better. I had goals. Okay. All right. So I started at clothing, where yeah. I only made $7.50 a month. Okay. Mm. Big money. Big money. <laughs> um. <laughs> A little fun fact: I shaved my head the okay. day before I went into prison, so I wouldn't have to buy shampoo and okay. conditioner.
0: A lot yeah. of people do that on the boy side, but I uh, yeah. know the girls do that.
1: Yeah, you thought w- my story was good. Yeah, tell them about yours. Which one? The lookout.
2: Hold on, I'll get to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's
0: a little foreshadowing. <laughs>
2: um, so you were, you were in the clothing. I, w- I worked in clothing, and then I worked as a mechanic on the perimeter cars. Really? I yeah they. The girls do all the maintenance on them. Yeah. Yeah. I can change oil. That's and cool. I can, sh- I can shine <laughs> I, a 12-gauge shotgun. Yeah. Sh- 12 I can't do any of that. Shotgun. Impress the hell out of me. Yeah. um and then i ended up in rec okay. so i ran uh
0: rec's a good job rec
2: was the best job yeah i always got leftovers from the CEOs. they would bring yeah. them in for work and they didn't eat them so i had like a smorgasbord there,
0: there was a guy that was at leavenworth and his name was l and i never know what the rest of his name was <laughs> but he was he'd been there forever and he had that rec job and so he had a a room maybe this size, but he had like all the he had a little TV, yeah. And he, he everybody you know f- for rec anything you needed he you'd have to go to him and stand in front of his door mm-hmm. and he. Could, but but L, he was cool man. He, um, in fact, he was Michael Vick's um, roommate, mm. and then Michael Vick left, and then you know L left uh, about a year before I got out. But anyway. I remember the rec job with L because everybody was like, Man, L's like been here forever. Some of us has got the best job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: There was only only two jobs. there was only two positions. You had to interview for them. Yeah. You had to like write a statement. I was like, Oh, yeah. I'm doing some big shit. I got paid like seventy two dollars a month. Yeah. I yeah. was like
0: That's big pay. I
2: got <laughs> I got Velveeta cheese slices and Welch's grape soda for yeah. days.
0: Well, I mean my my job was I worked at the food warehouse and we fed I think 2,200 people mm. a day, so yeah. uh, I got forklift certified, I could drive a forklift, um, I was the clerk, so all the inventory that came in there, but w- w- the fun thing that I had was we had a really fancy refrigerated truck, so I, I got to drive that big truck, and you know to drive the big truck, you had to figure out how to back that thing up, because you had to just use mirrors. And you know, he had, then he had that automatic pallet jack that got under everything, and he had to this little yeah. ramp. So obviously, we had time to get good at it. But that, I did like driving the truck. I mean, I, you know, it was,
2: I was—I never got to drive anything. It was—it
0: was—it was a little bit of a freedom thing, you know. Oh,
2: that wreck job—you couldn't tell me nothing with my wreck job. Oh yeah, you and I lived. I would get up. I would get up at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Leave my cell. Go spend the whole day in the rec in room. Wreck room. Because it was my job, sure. I could hang out there yeah. and not come back until, you know, yeah. medline at 8. You had your
0: own space. Yeah. You know, prison uh, is all about space, you know, where you sit and where you eat and where you work and what your space is when you do that. And people don't really understand that so much that from the outside, but in the inside, it's kind of, I think it's a control thing. Like, it, it's one of the things you think you control, even though you don't really have control.
2: I never shared a room or a bathroom until I went to prison. Yeah. I had never had that experience. So then to go from not sharing anything. To sharing everything. To literally sharing everything. Yeah.
0: yeah. Was. Did you make, did you make connections, friends in there that. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: I, I just, I, yeah, there's like really, you know, I'm sure it's like they're in their men, they're men's prison. There's really genuine people. hmm but a women bring this emotional side to it. You know, you hear all these women's stories. Yeah. You know why why they're there, and there's that empathy mm-hmm. that you might not have known you had. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, you killed your husband. I'm so I'm yeah. so sorry that happened to you. Like yeah. yeah. Like when you want to be, oh my god, you killed your husband, but then you hear this, You hear the
0: background story of how this all took place, right? And, and you're
2: like, oh, this is really changing my perception of like. Much what? more
0: open to understanding how people get to where they are. Yeah, yeah. So when you when you started getting close, Wendy, to getting close to the door to get out, what? What were your thoughts?
2: Because you went in. Don't anybody fuck this up for me. <laughs> <That's> literally, <laughs> I mean, what I was thinking. Isn't that the truth, though? Yeah, like seriously, people will. You know, as you bo- you have both have to know that people will sabotage you on purpose. Sure. So I was like, some I, people
0: sabotage themselves. I
2: right. was like, seriously, stayed away from everyone. Yeah. I was like, don't let anybody come near me. <laughs> don't anybody.
0: You yeah, say something. It's like they like, had COVID. COVID. Right, right. It's like, but like, you went in though, basically as a heroin addict. On drugs, and you're coming out as somebody <laughs> who ran the rec center.
2: And I came out 125 pounds lighter than when I went in. Yeah, wow. So I left in the clothes that I yeah. went in. You in. probably looked like the, I, the kid <laughs> from
0: big, you know. The, I
2: looked ridiculous yeah. walking out of that prison. How did you
0: feel? What was your thoughts? What, like you are walking out of there 125 pounds lighter, and you're not on drugs. Yeah. And um, your, your whole world is different, right?
2: yeah i uh where are you
0: going what I what? had
2: home plan my home plan was to a a boyfriend's house, and I was there for three days and then I decided to leave him after he had supported me the entire time I was in prison.
0: Was that a something you'd been thinking that you were gonna
2: do um it it was more. A lot about what Jordan talks about is like surrounding yourself with the right people. Right, people. Hmm. I couldn't be Hmm. around the same people because
0: it would draw you back. I
2: was like, "This is that's a big
0: step, though. It's also a big tip. I mean, you have to get around the right people to get to where you want to be. Because if the and the wrong people, that's the one thing too. If you're setting goals and you're trying to work your plan, if you're stepping away from what you were doing those same people want to pull you back down because they're not making the positive steps. So they like you a lot better where you are not to see you succeed. It was a, it was a
2: lot of um, degradation when I got out. It was a lot of like, well, you did this you know, this is from a bad person. You're a bad person. This is what you did. You know, how dare you ask for anything from any of us after you've done all of this to us. You're an Mm. ex-felon. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mm.
0: So, Wendy, I do want to go back to this bad
1: lookout person.
2: Oh right. yeah, the bad the bad oh. lookout. Are you ready? Hey, I'm Are back. You I'm did back, foreshadow. I'm Are back. you ready for the lookout story? Oh, okay. This
1: is a good story. So I mean it's not good, but
2: it's good. I I, I kind of knew I wasn't How a good How long you
0: been there when you become a bad <laughs> lookout person? Not long enough. All right. Not not long enough. All right.
2: Um I I'd kind of known while I was using drugs that I was a bad lookout. Mm-hmm. Because I was, you know, yeah. supposed to be you're watching. you supposed to learn how to do that. I was, yeah. yeah, you're supposed to. I yeah. never <laughs> learned. I never got the memo. So right. we're in, I'm, I'm, I'm in the rec room one day. Not the rec room. I'm in the rotunda or the day room one day. And these two girls want to go into the shower. Uh-huh. And I, the only person who's not doing anything, will you watch, watch. to make sure that no one comes in? Mm-hmm. Well, clearly I have ADHD Mm -hmm. and should not be in charge of being the lookout (laughs) because I forgot why I was even sitting in the chair. Didn't even
0: know why you were there. I was
2: like, "Why am I sitting in this chair?" It's like an odd place to be sitting. Sitting (laughs) in this chair, right? I've been sitting in this chair for like forty-five minutes. (laughs) Like, what is happening? So, as I see the CO walk in, I quickly remember why Mm. I why I'm sitting in the chair and tried to get back to them faster. And I didn't make it Mm -hmm. And as they were coming out They were like We'll see you in a month I was like Fuck I'm gonna get beat up in a month (laughs) Definitely gonna get my ass whooped in a month Mm -hmm. I laid real low for Mm -hmm. a long time
1: So the fucking CO caught caught the girls Caught the girls Because you was a bad lookout Yeah Yeah. But
0: if you would've been a good lookout They wouldn't've gotten caught
2: Did either of you eat cigarettes? No I had to eat a cigarette So I didn't get caught smoking in the bathroom So I just ate it (laughs) Oh man! Can you imagine eating a cigarette right now? Like, would no, you have I, ever I thought have possibly, in a million years that I that's what have you would be capable that before, of like, doing?
0: I've said like dragging your tongue through the ashtray to try to make somebody sick like right. when they've been drinking, you know. To, yeah. not feel, but no, I no. And and the thing about at Leavenworth, they didn't they didn't allow smoking, but they allowed smoking. But the smoking that they allowed was the guys had to roll up. You know, that tobacco, and they were smoking these things, and they burned burn their fingers and stuff. Yeah. They didn't have regular cigarettes. Like some right. like some prisons, they actually sell the cigarettes in the commissary. So.
2: Yeah, Vandelia, you got them out of the vending machine. Yeah, see,
0: it wasn't like that there. And, then, and you could get a cop that didn't like it at all, and they'd, you know, write you up, give you oh, a shot. Shit. Yeah.
2: I don't think you can smoke in prison now at all. I don't know. I don't think you can.
0: Maybe not. I mean, it's it's different
2: because it's federal. I think it's state. I think it's all
0: different with you know there. I, I listen to Ear Hustle sometimes, and they those guys I think are smoking in San Quentin. Yeah, but mm.
2: that's my favorite podcast. Really Next good one. to this
0: podcast. Sure, that's my favorite. Love and, and uh, <laughs> Nigel, and yeah, that's good stuff. So, Jordan, back to you. Now that you've gone to the bathroom and found your way yes, back, yes, <laughs> I found my way. So, you've. I'm interested in, okay, so you, you're, you get back into society. Um, Running. What are you thinking? Like when you're, are you thinking I'm going to start my way? I'm going to, I'm going to build this world of, of music. And so I meet a
1: girl, has heads, got babies and all this other shit. So now while I'm in prison, like my mom already told me about the laws of attraction. Like, Hey, if you could see it in your mind, you could hold it in your hand. Yeah. And so I'm in prison and she's telling me this shit. I'm like, man, I mean, I, I see cigarettes in my fucking mind, but it's, it's not in my fucking. Can you please send me money in my books? Mm-hmm. She say like, no, son. Fuck you. I'm like damn. Wait, what? So I'm just playing. I got you. <laughs> so that eventually wind up working, and mm-hmm. um, but that's one thing she tried to tell me was about the laws of attraction. You right. know, if you put out good energy, good You'll energy get it back. will come back. You know, and so did I that got change
0: a- your life basically. I mean, is that how you? Your, did your mindset change? Like getting share- all that, in? yeah. Yeah,
1: it shifted like a motherfucker.
0: And was that <laughs> happening while you were, like, were you midway through your sentence when this was going on? Were you getting close to the door? Like, when did your mindset get to the point, like, man, I see it. I can have it. Um, I need to go get it.
1: I just got to hold it in my hand. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I, it was more or less towards, the, like, the last couple years of my time, okay. you know, um, because while I was in there, man, like, I was hustling and shit, man, I, I was hard of drawing. My hand was getting hurt. I'm like, man, shit, I got it. Now, like the, the, the whole day for day sort of roll in, like a time off your back end is the time that you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, damn, like this shit is actually kind of working. I I don't know if, if me doing the laws of attraction, my mom taught me that shit. Like mm-hmm. now, all of a sudden, the whole Missouri is doing it because I want to get the hell out of prison, yeah. but it, it worked. Yeah. So I'm can like, okay, well, it. shit, I can see me getting out of here. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm doing it. So now while I'm in prison, um. I'm sending everybody, bell, you know, because I'm already music. I was already rapping in prison. Yeah. I, you know, um, we have bands. That, that
0: almost gives you more street cred, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't be know. Be a rapper,
1: but be a rapper from prison. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> I, mean, I mean. You're on the street <laughs> rapping, but so he has the street cred of being <laughs> in prison.
2: There's not a lot of female rappers in prison.
1: No. Uh, no, it's not a. No. I don't know, man, but you know what? It worked for me. Yeah. You know, I don't know what. It, it, it just it just worked for me. I just started thinking positive. I'm performing in prison. A lot of us was actually performing in prison. Yeah. Um explain that. You know, so you was had it? some guys over here who was like the the bart or not the bartender shit. The the um hercut guy, the yeah. barber, the barber. Yeah, the barber. And then you have the sweeper over here, you have the cigarette butt guys over there, and mm-hmm. then you have this and this and that over there, and then you have the people who ran the band room. Yeah. So the people who ran the band room was the ones who issued out supplies for us to come in and rap. Yeah. But one thing about prison is that they say, you can't rap about anything that you want to rap, but just don't make it too violent. Yeah. Because we're not trying to, people, motherfuckers like rioting and shit. Yeah. Right. So um, I got me a little group together. Some guy up here will play the drums. Another guy up here will play the uh, tambourines or whatever, the keyboard and shit. So we wind up coming up with a tune. I was rapping. And so we we would have contests. And then the people who won the most contests would get like the extra trick-or-treat or the extra Christmas bag. Yeah. Because uh, every year in prison... Um, got December, a lot of candy and shit. Yeah, yeah. like you would get you that You don't bag. get those in women's prison. Oh, we got them
0: over at the men's side. I wonder why they, they don't give them to the girls. Why
1: don't y'all come visit us then? <laughs>
0: <laughs> those bags. I mean, there was a lot of trading going on. Right, a whole lot No, of we
2: didn't get Christmas bags. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's kind of like what got me out. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so it's cool. I, I think that's... and And I want to talk about... Because both of you really had a mindset shift... Because you have to, because we were talking about this earlier. Two thirds go back in three years, three fourths go back in five years. So you've got to actually carry the weight of that and keep stepping through because it's a heavy weight to get out and be an ex felon. Wendy, you can you walk me through? I mean, you you wash you, St. Louis U. uh, You're you're carrying on. You know, you're 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 educated. You're getting more educated. Can you walk me through how that's happened? And how that happened? Yeah. Sure.
2: Um, it's actually one hundred percent because I was in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got out, I was court ordered to go to drug treatment for the fifty thousandth time. I was yeah. like, I've been clean for over a year. But, yeah. Um, so I went to drug treatment. Wendy's I, got a good radio <laughs> voice. <doesn't laughs> <she>? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> so need to hire her. I yeah, exactly. need to hire, <laughs> <it>. hire her. <laughs> um. I'll make a cameo appearances every oh, that's once in a That'd be, be great. Hey. Um, you do the intros.
0: Oh yes. yeah, that'd be
2: great. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Um, so a lady came in one afternoon to talk about uh, vocational rehabilitation. Okay. Do you both, are you both familiar mm-hmm. with me? Yep. Okay. Yep. So they, she told me that I could go to, that they were going to pay for me to go to community college. Mm-hmm. I was like, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> like what else, you know, like I'm a convicted felon. Yeah. I, you know. Give me some more give me education. I'm yeah. going to drink you're whatever you're yeah. you're giving me. Yeah. Like M&M's. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just going to take whatever you're, like I'm going to do yeah. every program that I can. Yeah. So.
0: But uh, she would have never have. Even I never like would that. have done that. No, no. I
2: never. So I, I got to go to community college for free. Right at the last semester before I was about to graduate for from um, community college, I had ran into a professor at SLU in the social work department, and she mm-hmm. was like, hey, come to school here. Okay. Like, I'll push your application through, blah, blah, blah. Great. We'd love to have you part of the program. Awesome. So I went in, uh, my un- my certificate
0: and you barely knew this person. I you must barely, have made a hell of an impression.
2: I, I do. Yeah. I do do that. Um, so I uh, let's see here. So I went in with a uh, minor in African American studies with my major in social work. Wow. Decided about halfway through my education that I hated social work. Didn't want that. I <laughs> wanted no part of this, yeah. and I knew that I, I knew that I was in such a fortunate place. That I was like, I have to do something. I have to that do. You're s- passionate about. Yeah, I have to do something. I yeah. can't just do something because I, I want a job. Yeah. I have to do something. Don't that just I'm
0: passionate put a about. line or write something on a piece of paper and tell me that's what I'm going to do. Right. I'm okay. not that kind of person.
2: Right. So I I left this class. I hated social work. I left this particular class. I went down to my African American studies mentor and I said, I hate this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate <laughs> social work. He goes, I know. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. He goes, so drop it. Mm-hmm. I said. I'm going to be an African-American studies major. And he was like, I was like, I need a job. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no job there. And he goes, you'll make it just fine, Watson. Mm-hmm. I was the first white person to graduate from the African-American studies department at SLU. Wow. Hey, yeah. hey um, first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then, um, you know, I still couldn't really get a job. So mm-hmm. I decided I was going to apply to WashU. Mm-hmm. I was applied, applied to WashU. It was the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. I got to study... Things that only I wanted to study, and it wasn't about, you what, know, what was
0: your interest?
2: Um, so my master's degree is in American culture studies wow. with an emphasis in mm. biblical studies. Wow. Specifically, I study fate and free will. Wow, mm-hmm.
0: that's a lot,
2: it is a lot. <laughs> Do you want to hear the name of my my thesis? I'd yes. love
0: to hear the name of your it's thesis.
2: It's fate or free will? Who cares? It doesn't matter. An exploration of fate. Uh, exploration of transcendentalism in the fall.
0: Wow, that's deep. Thank you. That is deep.
2: So yeah, I got to I pull love in. it. Thank I you. I love the words. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you know, like, but that goes back to like doing what you. Want to do for a passion. Yeah. I'm never gonna get a job with this unless you're listening and you have a job s- very specifically for me, like as a librarian or a yeah. in a in a museum somewhere, please
1: call. You'd probably um, like to be in a librarian. Oh, I would yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. I would love it. You could um, be a phone sex operator. Oh Look at your gosh. voice. Say it again. Mm-hmm. I won't. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when do you uh, do you have an idea of what what would be what you would like to do? I mean, I, you're, you're all
2: educated up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. You know, I, I would love to work with ex-felons, yeah. ex-prisoners. I, I That's that, my dream job.
0: Uh, mm. I'm, and there's a grant for that. And I, yeah. And I, I I know maybe some way. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Because there might be a, a way that you could do that.
2: Okay.
1: So, Jordan. What's up? You,
0: man. Hey. Okay. I want to know how you get into the business <laughs> of what you're doing. Because you weren't really in that when you went in. I was trying. You were trying. Yeah. But then you come out with a whole new thing, man. If I can see it, I can have it. Bro, what, what, I, did you, what did you start stepping into? How did you get it?
1: Bro, I got fucking Lambos, mansions, beautiful, beautiful women who model. Um, really good, really good friends. check out
0: Low Key with the dollar yeah, sign. Man, you're fine to see that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, I just, I mean, I have a lot now. Yeah. You know, I have I, I have a lot. You know, without having and and I can
0: tell you really enjoying it too. And but but what I think is cool about what you've done though is you've got like you've you've reached out and you've kind of put this whole world together. Can you kind of give us a little tips of the trade about how did you get all that going?
1: Laws of attraction.
0: So who did you reach out to? Who was, was it? People that you thought you you admired? Was it people that you knew that might be of help to you? Like what what were your first steps to get it? The momentum going? going.
1: No, nope, it wasn't none of that shit. I didn't even know how to do it. Yeah, it wasn't none of that shit. <laughs> okay, so I started out like this, you know, um, coming in the world of a lot of. I it, it mean, honestly, there's so many band members out there, mm-hmm. it, every race doing everything, making mm-hmm. all type of music, and then yeah. some of them they they hire these PRs and these managers, and and then you know they they still Posse, wind up really. don't go. They they don't even yeah. go nowhere still because. Right they like, well, what is your budget? Give me more money. Give right. me more money. Give me more money. Yeah. So, I mean, you have that route that a lot of people wind up paying for and losing money. And then their light bills get cut off. The girlfriend loses them. Kids yeah. are crying. So they can't afford shit because they put all their dreams and hopes into yeah. this one bucket of bullshit. Yeah. That the world wants you to think that you have to do. And you really don't. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm going to show it, I, the, how I got my shit, mm-hmm. broke as a bitch. Mm-hmm. I was broke as hell, man. That's,
0: Desperate that's people can be creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you of got to Plus a prison mentality. Yeah, that's so right. You,
1: you have to use your brain. Yeah. Use your noggin. They don't take your brain away. Right. Thank you. Um, so I started, man, so when I got out, um, you know, I was I was working, of course. Um, just met this girl. I had sex with her. We had a kid. Broke up because she wound up sleeping with her brother. Oh, Wow. shit. Wow. That's a whole nother sounds like a anyway, whole other right, Netflix series. Oof, man, man, man. Mm. Anyway, so, you know, I get back to the grind. So I'm over a hustling, but I still don't have enough money to mm-hmm. do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, I, I know I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. That's my passion, you know, growing up from being a kid. So I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. Let me just get my cell phone out that I finally know how to use because it, it doesn't have buttons. You just yeah. touch a, this flat screen yeah. device. Yeah. And so I go to YouTube because now I found out that YouTube actually makes beats without people rapping on them. Because uh, at first it was a, a record yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So now I'm on YouTube, I'm finding these beats, and I got my cell phone that I barely know how to use. Mm-hmm. And so I am I hit record, and I, I got the TV over here, mm-hmm. and YouTube, and so I'm putting both of them together, and I'm rapping. Yeah. So I put down music, and music, and music, and music, like all the way down. And so I'm like, cool, like I got a cell phone full of music, you know, um.
0: Kind of your own library.
1: Yeah. And so it's like now I got the option to do what I always wanted to do before I went to prison. Yeah. And so after that, uh, one day I'm driving down uh, downtown St. Louis. So they have the graffiti wall over there. Mm-hmm. And so I, I see this dude taking pictures of these models and all this other type of stuff. So yeah. I walk over to him like, hey, bro, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a rapper. Look at me. Like, I'm, I'm a uh-huh. rapper. Can you please take a picture of me with your girls and all these? Like, What's your budget? I'm Uh, like, man, I I don't, I don't, I don't have money. I don't, I don't, I did not want to talk about first out of prison. But (laughs) I don't have money, so he's like, I tell you what, go on over there to the girls, man. Like, introduce yourself, tell them who you are, that you, 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 you're low key money. You know, you're you're a rapper. You're this, this, that. Go, go, talk to them, like, because my budget's kind of help, but I will add you on Facebook. And even to this day, now he wants to take free pictures of me. What's with because he's he's a good guy. He's come got all to, the way around. Yeah, like he, he got to know me as being humble, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I would still check in on him and like see how he's doing and stuff like that. So long story short, I wind up going up to the models. I'm like, hey, now I feel I'm over like, I'm the fucking shit. I'm him, low key. You are. So I you walk are over, the shit. Yeah, so I walk over. Yeah, so I walk over. Him, I walk over to him. I'm like, hey, girls, want to take some pictures with me? She's like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Well, sure. like, You know, I love your dimples <laughs> yeah. and like you're, you're. We're back to the you dimples. You know, here. like you're pretty cool and shit. He so, can sing and rap. Yeah, like and so now this photographer, that's over there, like winding his camera up yeah. and shit. Like he sees me talking to them, he's like. Hey, guys, can yeah. I take a picture it's of you guys work. over there? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm low-key, bro. Nice to meet you. And, you know, and the girl's like, yeah, he's low-key. like, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, give me all you guys' Facebooks, you know what I'm saying, that we talk later. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll figure it out.
0: All the connections.
1: And after that, it, it's like, so now I got the the model. I got this photographer. So now his friends are, like, adding me. And now because he wound up taking that picture of us and editing mm-hmm. it and making it like look so, so fucking mm-hmm. pretty and Looking like gorgeous. things are going on. Yeah, like yeah. I have a fucking music artist, What yeah.
0: I am. Just like that.
1: Yeah, and then so he sends it to Perception's now. reality, right? That's where you, you got to fake it till you make That's it. That's right. Uh And so now his friends like send me friend requests. The girls are sending me friend requests. And then so now their friends and somewhere, and I don't know how this all happened in this matrix of a shit. But now I got exotic car guys like sending me friend requests and shit. And so they like, hey, bro, you had models? Or like, I know you're a rapper and yeah. shit. Like, you're, you're a black guy. I love that. They, they, <laughs> you're, you're homies and shit. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, I got models and shit. So I told my girls, I'm like, hey, man, this guy, I like, went inside the car, and I ain't wanna holler at you and shit. so forth. So now I got the cars. I got the photographer. I got the. Yeah, the all models the connections. Shit. So now. I can do all that shit that I want. So now that's how I kind of put out my music videos and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then, so some guys, I guess it was, I don't know what model it was.
0: But you got some stuff going on in those videos. You got fire. Yeah, yeah. And people, I mean, <laughs> it's, <laughs> they I all mean like, it's,
1: it's like a movie. Because it's like, you know what? They're beautiful. Yeah. If, 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 if you show somebody what you do, um, you know, you get about five people over here that believe in you, mm-hmm. and you have 20 over here that don't, mm-hmm. and then talk all this shit about you. But then these people over here don't give a hell about these. Because the world is split in half. Yep. You have non-believers and yeah. you have dream makers. Yeah. And so that's kind of how it worked. You know, so the fire guys, like, hit me up. Like, hey, bro, like, I will spend fire in your video and shit. Like, I will eat I that shit. I love what you
0: just said. You get the naysayers and you got the dream
2: makers. <laughs> yeah, you know?
1: Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's a cool and, statement. And so that's kind of, like, how it worked. And now I'm friends with... You're making with my
2: dream come true by being on a podcast. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there it is.
1: And now, you know, um, I'm friends <laughs> with... <laughs> I'm friends with Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm friends friends with Twister. I'm friends with uh, top models. I'm friends with this guy who owns black tape carpet.
0: And you've made all these connections. Yeah. And you've just kept stepping into it. And I want to make sure that while we're talking about this, it, if you go to YouTube, it's low key money. So it's it's low key one word with the money sign. Yeah. And that's where you can pop up and the all together. You can see the good stuff. Yeah, and that's yeah.
1: Amazon, and that's that's any music outlaw. Yeah. or Yeah, low key it? money, Outlay. but it's money
0: sign. Don't spell money, just put the money sign down. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good stuff. Well, guys, this has been fun. I mean, I like it. it has. <laughs> I mean, and and you guys have only met each other what a couple of years ago, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. and yeah, yeah I, I think it's. I always think it's just good to get. People together, coming from all different backgrounds and stuff, but we have a common denominator. We're trying to get through after prison and make things happen. Right. And you guys have done that. And, and man, um, I don't really even know you guys that well, but I'm <laughs> proud as hell <laughs> of what you guys have
1: done. Uh, That's what's up. It's, well, it's I really appreciate stuff. that. Well, it's, we're in the group chat, so just yeah, keep yeah, following they just me, Just keep man. following. Yeah, on yeah. down to the video.
2: Well, I really appreciate that. I didn't have a lot of support coming out of prison, so the fact that I got to build all the support that I got yeah. and you met has, him? Is, has been uh, just and, unbelievable. And, Wendy,
0: I mean, you started from such a uh, – uh, uh, I mean, just – when you told me all that stuff as we were talking, I mean, my God. And then you, you came out and you just stepped into the good stuff and, and, and took all the opportunities and made – Made it work for yourself. It's cool.
2: Yeah, thank you. Very
0: cool. That's and, what's yeah. up. And Jordan, man, keep making the music and rapping, man. You got it going on. Low key money. My, my wife's listening to it. She said, wait, that guy is really good. That's said, what's yeah. up, man. That's what's up. That's what's I said, up. I I'm going to be talking to him. Makes so, me like 10% cooler, I guess.
1: So I tell you what, um, before I guess we wrap this yes. up. Yes. Um, so here's my last project. So I'm already, I got this video shooting at the mansion on the 29th of January. Yes. Um, so this girl, she's a really good country singer, and yep. she actually made it in, I think, top three in the United States. Wow. As, like, rookie people trying to make yeah. it, she made top three in the United States. Very cool. And then, so St. Louis heard started hearing about this shit, and so now she's going to be on Fox 2. So she wound up reaching out to me and said, hey, I'm going to be on uh, Fox 2 News. Uh, yeah. So I'm a country singer, but I kind of want to branch out, like, uh-huh. doing the country music and I I I, I want to bring a rap guy on it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you want to do a song with me. I'm cool. like, "Well, girl, like I love, love it when I when a yeah, collaborate like that." Yeah. yeah. So it's I'm a like, really great it's going to uh-huh. be a really great song. I'm like, "Well, I will tell you what, man. Uh let me hear your music." And I heard it. I'm like, "Holy motherfucking shit." <laughs> like, "Yeah, okay." So it's like this whole like Nelly uh and the what is that song you came out? With? Nelly. Oh, um uh,
0: I mean I he know did with, with Tim McGraw yes. and then he it's did a great another song. one. Uh, yeah. yeah, he just recently was, did another was, one. I mean the, the tops yeah. and tops and they want all the
1: stuff. Yeah. Rap music is getting into every genre. Yeah, so now I'm gonna cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do the song with her and then we're gonna be on when's the
0: When's that when's that gonna be happening?
1: Well, I'm trying to do this music video now. Yeah.
0: I want to put your pressure on it, Jordan. Let's yeah. just say it's coming. Hey. Low
1: key money, <laughs> but so as soon as I get done with this video, I'm already wrapping up the song with her. Like that's why I'm always so damn busy. Like you take and you're always and making connections. And, I love what that yeah. is, Jordan. Is that you, you've you've gotten
0: out and because you've got that mindset, laws of attraction, you are taking it. And if you see it, you go get it. And man, that's that's there's there's a formula to that. I love it. Hey everybody, thanks for listening today. Nightmare Success In and Out. Hey, if you're still looking for a book to read, Nightmare Success, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Thanks everybody for being here. Jordan, Wendy. Hey, low key money. Nightmare Success in and out. Thank you.